0: Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and more. Today's story is dedicated in memory of my own mother, Esther Bas Rachel, whose site is today, the 28th day of the month of Nisan. Koyach, Nisan, Chaf Ches, which spells the word Koyach, which means strength. The strength of Nisan, of the month of Nisan. I remember that when I first came home from yeshiva, I had not really received um, a very uh, solid Jewish education as a child. Unfortunately, my parents, may they rest in peace, were both kind of caught up in the lost generation of um, children who were born to new immigrants in the early 1900s. And there was not really much out there in terms of Jewish education for the average Jewish person. And as a result, the Judaism had become quite weakened. Um, I was very fortunate to find my way into yeshiva at age 23. And um, Baruch Hashem, I was able to learn and to understand and be able to observe Tara mitzvahs and have a connection to the Lubavitcher Rebbe and Chasidis and so forth. I was very, very fortunate. When I first came home from Yeshiva, um, after being there for probably a year or two, um, and of course my parents were very happy that I had found a place to learn Torah and learn about mitzvahs and so forth, more than they were able to teach me, I told my mother, may she rest in peace, that I had heard about a Jewish song, a Yiddish song, an ancient Yiddish song, that mothers had for so many centuries uh sang to their young children, babies, uh, when they were putting them to sleep. A song about raisins and almonds. Now maybe you've heard the song before. Basically the idea of the song is that as it uh as it as it goes the way I heard it, um, there's a little baby sleeping. And underneath the cradle, the song goes, goes a golden goat. And this golden goat is in business. And uh, what kind of business is a golden goat in? He deals in raisins and almonds, which of course are very uh, delicious and sweet. But then the song goes on to say, What is the best business? What is the best merchandise? It is learning taita. And this is what we sing to our infants before they can even understand the words so that they're already surrounded by these ideas that uh, there's all sorts of things out there in the world. There's all sorts of merchandise. But what is the best merchandise of all is nothing material. It's not raisins, not almonds. It is learning taita. Taita is the most precious thing. And this is one of the most important things that we teach our children. And of course, Jewish women are the main ones to teach this to their children. Of course, the Jewish men have to help as well and set a good example and so forth, but who is it that actually is holding the baby most of the time and taking care of the baby most of the time, nursing the baby and so forth? These are the Jewish women. And I'm very, very um, grateful that my own mother, may she rest in peace, gave me a lot of love and took care of me beautifully. And one of the things that she used to do, although she, as I mentioned, did not really have that strong of an education herself, she loved to point out the beautiful sunsets that we could see every night or many nights from our from our home, from our porch especially, and anything in nature, whether it was the ocean that we went to quite often it was nearby our house, or one time I remember she took me out on a walk early in the morning, six o'clock in the morning. Uh, to a nearby farm. We walked to this farm and we saw sheep there in the morning. Um, and anything it was natural, be- natural beauty, she loved to point out. Later on, I learned a little bit of an addition to this perspective, which was that Hashem is the one who creates the world. And when we look at something beautiful in nature, what we're really looking at is Hashem's clothes, so to speak. That Hashem is enclosed, is immersed in the natural world. Of course, Hashem is infinitely beyond the natural world. But the natural world is a little bit of expression, a very tiny, tiny, tiny expression of Hashem's wondrousness. And as a matter of fact, when we go and see a zoo or something like that, you know, animals... Uh, aquarium, it's actually a wonderful experience especially if we keep in mind the pasik, Ma Rabu Masech Hashem how great are your works Hashem, and the fact that the Rebbe would encourage parents to take their children to see um, such things, and to explain to them with this pasik, Ma Rabu Masech Hashem how great are your wonders Hashem that all these animals or all this scenery or whatever it is that we are showing our children out there in the natural world, it's not just beautiful because it's nature, rather it's because it's a work of Hashem. And by looking at these things and noticing these things, we are able to, I think, to, to strengthen our wonder for Hashem, our awareness of Hashem, our love and our awe for Hashem. Now I'd like to also share with you a short uh, piece about something else which happened on this day besides the fact that it was my mother, Allah yard uh, Allah Allah, Allah site, And that is that on this day, the 20th of Nisan in 1991, about 32 years ago, The Rebbe spoke about the amazing opportunity of this day. The month of Nisan in general is a special month. It's a month of miracles. It's the month when the Jewish people came out of Mitzrayim. And the whole month is a miraculous month. Not only the first three days of Nisan, which would already be what's called a Chazakah, three days in a row of a miraculous month. Not only nine Days of Nisan, which would be three times three, a triple Chazaka, a triple well established thing, but three times three times three, which would be 27 days of Nisan, a Chazaka of a Chazaka of a Chazaka, something very, very firmly established. And today is even more than 27, it's 28 days of Nisan. The full force of the month of Nisan. In fact, 28 means koach. That is um, it's the numerical value of koach, which means power. And so this is a very, very special day that I've explained for bringing the gula. And yet, we see that people are not so excited about bringing the gula. People are not so excited about crying out to Hashem and saying, Hashem Ad Masai, until when will we be in Golas, we have to we have to get out of this exile. We have to have the of Hashem, please bring the Geula. And in fact that Eben went so far as to say that he has done everything he could to bring the Geula, and now he's giving it over to us. That is that each and every one of us should try to take responsibility and say, it's up to me to bring the Geula. I have to do everything which I can do in my power and more than what's in my power, to bring the geula. To use extreme powers, extreme effort, but in an orderly way, in an organized way. And in this way, by doing even one more mitzvah, one more good word, or even one more good thought, hopefully we will bring the geula immediately. And so I would encourage everybody on this special day, of the 28th day of Nisan, to take full responsibility. We must all take full responsibility and say, okay, it's up to me. I have to do my very best to bring the ge'ula. I have to feel as if it's up to me to do my very best to bring the ge'ula. Increasing and learning Torah and doing mitzvahs, especially learning about Mashiach and ge'ula, and goodness and kindness, and this way, God willing, we will have the Geula immediately, if not sooner. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More.